Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It'll cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and no celebrity has endorsed any aspect of this show. Hey everyone, welcome out to another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. I'm Nick Nitro, along with me as always is my host with the most, co-host with the most, John Batine. So right. I switched that up on you. I see that. Yeah, like that? And uh, we have an exciting show for you tonight. An exciting show of possibility, of wonder. <laughs> do we? Yeah, we do. Oh, <laughs> well, the possibility, because we don't know really what we're talking about. We have a general yeah. guideline, but it's it's again, we're free-falling it. Yep. It's, it's, been our, it's been our guys the past few weeks, and... We usually find I, I've been finding that it tends to be a little bit more open. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it too. It doesn't sound like we're reading. Yes. Well, you know, and it's fun and all. And honestly, I mean, yeah, the news and stuff is kind of cool, but there's only so much that we can say, and it, yeah, so much that we care about and other people care about, and, right? You know, if it's out there already, if they want to know about it, I'm sure they can find out about it, and we'll talk about what we want. So, right, exactly. Well, the real reason, part of the reason why, I, well, if I remember correctly, the reason why it was being done anyway, or at least my argument on that, back in the day when it yeah. was started, was we were always talking about the same thing over and over again, and yeah. I didn't want to, like, I'm not going to, I'm not, we're not, I'm going to make a point to try not to talk about loss this week, because just mm-hmm. in general, you've not seen the last two episodes. Yeah. But also, no, I mean, I mean sincerely, but sure. we talk about that literally for the last three episodes straight. Mm-hmm. We need to not talk about it for a few weeks and then come back to it. I, I don't want to w- annoy the audience because, like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's oh. lost again, just like in real life. I don't... Shut up. <laughs> so we don't want to do that. Um, and that was the intention anyway. So, uh, but we we got uh, we got a little bit more people writing in and talking to us. Um, now, we have three calls. We always have three calls on Skype. And, uh, yeah... They're nine times out of ten usually not people we care about because they're not really people any at all. They're just yeah. Matter of fact, are they recordings or we don't know. I can tell you right now the one that lasts. Oh wait a minute, they all last about a minute, twenty five seconds to a minute. So let let's get to this first one that's twenty five seconds. We're gonna and we're, you haven't heard any of these. I haven't heard any of these. Right. So and I will be honest, if they start going to the weird voicemail thing, like you know, automated message, I'm cutting it off. I don't want to hear it. So, uh, gone in three, two, one. Here we go. Hi, sir. Uh, my name is Precious. I'm calling from Canada. So I just uh, want to get some uh, information about your, your company, investment company. Is it possible to call me back at four one six? Whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, hey, ha, ha, hey. <laughs> Okay, so they think they're where that company. Yeah. All right. This is this is pretty much what our voice. I don't understand how people get confused. Hey, you've reached the DVD podcast. What the hell? Yeah. Okay. You know what? We we need to change that. Not this week because it's a little bit late. Um, Mm -hmm. But we need to change it sometime. It says, 
We are not the company you think we are. We are a podcast. We're going to play your voicemail on the air and make fun of you. Yeah. If you leave the message after this. If this is for the podcast, hey, thanks for calling. <laughs> leave your message right after the beep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, I can, t- I can just have this feeling the next two are going to be the same, so I'm going to listen to one of them. Now I'm going to listen to both. Cause I- <laughs> just on the off chance. This is a very important message for... Yep. Gosh. Every fucking time. Not... Oh, God. This is a very important message Shit! What the hell? It's, 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 it's totally automated. And I really have thought about calling that number back and say... Because I think if you listen to the full message, I'm going to break it down for people so we have to listen to it. Because I've listened to it a thousand times. If you are not this person... Please hang up the phone. If you are, please stay on the line. Yeah. And then it's like, you have an outstanding debt. Please call us at this number here. I almost wanted to say, listen, I'm going to call this number here. Stop calling the number. I want, yeah. I want to say or I'm going to sue something. Just <laughs> I don't think you can do that. But <laughs> well, you know, I don't know what's going on. Frickin'. If anything, it might stop the call. But, you know. That's true. That's true. All right, what? All right, so... All right, so let, those let, were our lovely voicemails. Those are lovely voicemails. Uh, let's answer some emails. Uh, we'll start off with uh, one of the first ones we got was uh, from Juniper Jade. They go, Dear Nick Nitro and John, Kelly Ripa. Okay, you guys are awesome. And yes, Ryan wrote it for Trista. Dreamy, you are awesome, John. Oh, cool. I, I think I said that, because I say that sometimes. Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what week. that's about. I don't but. know what that's about. But uh, Juniper, thank you very much for yeah. that. That's really cool. I made you watch the video. That's cool. And then uh, this is from Marty. Uh, Marty goes, uh, you two are silly and weird. I like your show. Have you ever watched something you didn't like when you were younger, but now you watch it and you like it? Yeah, that's a good question. That is a good question, actually. What was the guy's name? Marty. Marty. That's a good question, Marty. Well, Marty could be a guy or a girl. We gotta play. Gotta play dangerously. That's what here. I said. That's a good question, Marty. <laughs> yeah, but you said, but he. Uh, never mind. Hey, what did I say? I oh, I said, know. what's his name? Yeah, that's what. Damn I, it! It's okay, Marty. We hope you. We did not offend you. Please continue to write it. <laughs> I don't see it being a girl's name. I. I could. What's well, Marty? Granted, they play it with could be line. like short for Martina or something. Martina, yeah, like Mar- Martina McBride. I'm, I'm yeah. think she goes by Marty. I All doubt her it. close friends. <laughs> I doubt it, but <laughs> I don't know. But then it would be M A R T I. Yeah. Well, hopefully, unless with a, with a little heart over the eye, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think Marty oh, is a guy. Oh, okay. <sighs> Hopefully, hopefully. If not, well, I, Marty. If, if you're wrong, Marty, if you're a guy, email. That's great. If you're a girl, I hope you are a very manly woman. <laughs> that's horrible. Oh god. Wait, what was the question? Oh, have you ever watched something you didn't like when you were younger, but now you watch it and you like it? Uh, porn. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I, I, to be fair, I'm going to agree with that because when I was younger, it, back we had. You youngins don't Probably know about it. I watched it and was like, what the heck is this about? Well, then you watch it now, it's like, now remember, I get it. John, now remember though, back in the day though, we actually had 
something called blurry channels. Oh, yeah. And so when you would turn on the Spice channel or whatever, it would be like, hey, baby, I'm a plumber. I hear you need something. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, boom! Fuzz, fuzz, fuzz. Yeah, or like, it would be like a weird squiggly channel, like squiggly all the way across, like Comacrone. And all of a sudden, it was like the Comacrone gods with a line just right so you could see some boob, tit, and ass. And then like some some pounding or some lesbian stuff, but then but it's only for like two seconds. You're just like, what the hell is this? Uh, all right, um, all seriousness, what shows? I can tell you, okay, cartoon wise, mm-hmm. because I'm yeah, Chippendales Rescue Rangers. I cannot watch that now, but I used to like. I love Chippendale. Is it? Is it what did you watch? Didn't like. Oh, it's didn't like. Yeah. Tailspin. I hated Tailspin when I was younger. I thought it was the most boring show. Okay. I can't now really I, think of cartoons. Now, I, which well, ones that I watch. They don't specify cartoons, but that's the only thing off the top of my yeah. head I can. Oh, uh, Ma- sort of Mash because my and my my mom and dad, mm-hmm. especially my dad, watched it so much. I got tired of it, and I yeah. just started to hate it. And now I absolutely I could watch Mash on reruns if I really wanted to. I would say Jeopardy. <laughs> I would not. I didn't like Jeopardy. Did not like Jeopardy. It just seemed boring. But now, now you're just like. I was like, I got it. It's like four hundred, four hundred Alex. I mean, what is four hundred? Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. All right. And the last one is uh, uh, this is from Marianne Phillips. Um, I've been posting some Examiner articles, and some of those articles I'll touch Mm -hmm. on upon because I said we would uh, in the articles, but. I posted an, uh, an article about the numbers finale, the series finale, possibly, and uh, okay. her, Marianne Phillips' response was, loved it from the beginning to present, watched it with my teenaged sons as it encouraged them in an interest in math. Would be happy to can you wa- continue watching as the characters continue to mature and grow. Many more stories to be told if CBS will allow it. I sort of agree with that. I sort of disagree. But um, it's nice to see other numbers fans because... Mm-hmm. The show. Have you ever watched Numbers? Yeah, when it first started, I watched it actually pretty regularly. Pretty right re- Now, when did you stop? Did you stop? I can't remember when I stopped, but well, it wasn't like because the show was bad. No, I, I, I don't know. I it maybe it was on a certain night, and you know, I started having stuff happen that night. What night was it usually on? Uh, I, I remember it being on Fridays. It's always sort of as far as I've been aware on Fridays. Maybe it started, okay. I think, after the Super Bowl. But okay. then after that, I, I think... Know. Fridays probably had to do with work and stuff. I don't know. But, yeah. Um, yeah, when I watched it, I always thought it was really interesting. I have a friend that um, was a math major, graduated. He teaches at Jonathan Alder, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but um, he still works at York every now and then. Oh, wow. On the weekends just to make a little extra money and stuff like that. But um, And his college classes... Mm-hmm. Sometimes they would watch certain clips of certain episodes mm-hmm. to talk about the theories because I mean they're advanced stuff. I mean, oh yeah, some of the stuff was, and you know it was kind of interesting. It was all education classes too, so you know they were kind of how to incorporate how to incorporate other that stuff type of stuff, stuff and well, every I, everyday things into class and well, I liked it because I think around this time I was getting bored with CSI because it was the same thing. Okay, mm-hmm. for those who watch any crime show, you'll probably pick up this as well. Like, did you did you watch CSI Vegas when it first came on? No, I you never watched. You never got into it. Never got into it. Well, it, it's kind of like the only CSI I ever got into was Miami. A shame. 
ashamed to say it was Miami, but I don't know for some reason it was. I, that's okay. Because sometimes <laughs> watching a man take off and put on glasses. It's, he does it the best, man. He does. And you know what dad said? He's like, he ain't doing that no more. And I's like, really? He's like, yeah. Show's starting to suck and lose its way. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> he's like, well, he's not taking his glasses on or off anymore. He doesn't have this. <laughs> the quips are there, but it doesn't seem right because he's not taking his glasses off. I was like, you know, it'll be cool. Seriously? It's Pissing throwing off, off the show? To get those transition lenses? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so he wouldn't have to take them on and off? But no, I. Uh, Walks inside instead of taking them off. Just change clear. <laughs> Damn it! I lost my. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, but yeah, in terms of, of numbers, I I enjoyed it. I, uh, I part of the reason why I liked it was I one of my favorite movies. It's never really on one of my lists or whatever. If I ever ever make movie lists or whatever, but no, yeah, yeah. Um, quiz show. Yes. Uh, what's the guy's name? Rob Morrow. Rob Morrow. Yeah, he yeah, plays he Don played, Epps. Yeah. Um, he's a uh, FBI agent. Yeah, FBI guy. Well, that's the thing. I like Rob Morrow. I always liked him. I love uh, I love David Crumholtz. Matter of fact, honestly, mm-hmm. he's the reason why I wanted to watch a sequel to the Santa Claus because I didn't really care about Tim Allen. Uh-huh. I really thought David because he was funny. He walked on. He's like, "You're doing it all wrong. You're an idiot." And like. Most sarcastic guy ever. He was, he was like, like an elf or something. Yeah, he was Bernard. He was like the yeah, yeah. assistant to Santa elf. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "You're oh my god, you killed Santa. You can't do that." And oh, it's the Santa Claus. Ha ha. And you're just like, "Is he going to be acting the seat?" No. Oh god. And then he was in the third one. But to be fair, the third one was good in its own way. But I don't want to get into that's a weird story. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> why? I thought that was good. Yeah. Or entertaining. Again, I'm okay. But David Crumholtz, I think he's 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 a good actor. Mm-hmm. He was uh he was the little boy that Wednesday Adams fell for in the Adams family sequel when they go oh, to summer really? camp. Yeah. He's the Jewish boy that's really shy and awkward. Huh. Which ironically, guess who was the camp counselor in that? Larry from Numbers. Oh his, really? Yeah. So huh. they he was really good friends with him. Apparently okay. he learned a lot from his mini mentor okay. and then he got to work with him years later on numbers. And That's then of course uh oh my god, I just forget the name of the guy. Who's the guy from Taxi? Plays the dad. Mm. Alan something or other. Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking of Alan Alda for some reason. It's not Alan Alda, but uh if you look at the guy, you would go, Oh, okay, yes, yeah, the guy from Taxi, guy from Ordinary People. So it has a great cast. Love yeah. the show. Um, I thought season five and six was a little bit off, um, cause they tried, well, okay, you remember the show, the show would go, it start off usually with a murder, but it would mostly focus on the family and talk like pretty much even though the murder was happening, yeah. there was mostly Larry and Charlie walking around cow sized campus talking about all the intricacies of the universe and, you know, it focused really on them. And then as the seasons went on, after they tried to do some, you know, major plot twists, it really just focused on the crime. Yeah. And it stopped, and it would always end, yeah, so it felt like it was losing its way. Last episode, they totally had a giant scene where Larry and Charlie were walking around talking about, you know, the mysteries mm. of the universe. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was fantastic. I thought, uh, his character proposed to, uh, Don Epps proposed to a girl. Okay. That he and for the right reasons this time because he asked his girlfriend earlier in the season if he would marry him because she threatened to leave him mm-hmm. and he goes well, well okay what if I what if I just ask you to marry me 
are, is this a real thing? He's like, well, yeah, real as it can be. And you're just like, ooh, things you don't say for a thousand. <laughs> I mean, she stayed with him, but she was like, listen, let's just be together and be happy. And he's like, and then he started mulling it over, like, maybe I do want her, but I'm not sure. sure. I don't know. See, I thought the show got good because, like, Don found God at one point, and I thought that was really interesting because if the first few seasons, he's very... Mm-hmm. He doesn't believe in math at all, you know what I mean, so <laughs> yeah, to speak, yeah, yeah. so... I, th- I thought it was a good show. Yeah, he I don't doesn't believe in math. That's funny. Well, like he I don't really believe did. in math. You know, he really did because he was just like he's like what math you, is stupid. What, what, are you, what, are you, what are you doing there, Charlie? As a matter of fact, I, he he has he has a way of speaking to Rob Marley. He's like, well, what are you doing there, Charlie? I don't, I don't think I understand. And Charlie's like, well, it's sort of like this. And then they play like a weird fucking uh, uh, talking head song. And then he would sit there and he's like, okay, we all use math every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. And he's like, it's like uh, analytical uh, mathematics, you know, sprinklers going everywhere. Each I remember that episode. That's, that's the pilot. That's the pilot. Yeah, that was the best one. Oh, man. So, yeah, I will miss uh, numbers. They also sort of set it up in case they continued. But get this. Larry would be the new math guy at the FBI. <laughs> Don yeah. would get married but probably retire and move to D.C. with, with his girlfriend. Char- Charlie and Amina would go off to to England, uh-huh. and their dad would stay home. So it left Larry, the FBI agents, like who were there, and like some other weird physics guy. Is that the cars? No, it's Talking Heads. That's Talking Heads. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Is it really? Yeah. I thought that was the cars. What song was the Talking Heads one? Uh, well, there's. It was, uh... Not that one. Wh- oh, my God. Hold on. Hold on. I got... There it is. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Here, pull it up a little closer. There we go. We all use math every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. <laughs> we use math. It's everywhere. In the water. In the trees. When you do your math homework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> on that note... We have uh, we have uh, no more. Oh, we have uh, maybe a few more comments, but we'll get to them as they come along because they're about certain articles I post on Examiner. Um, if you're from the Examiner listening to the show right now, don't hesitate to comment on this or comment or email us uh, goodbadgeeky at gmail.com or uh, voicemail six one four three six four four zero eight eight. Matter of fact, I'm going to go as far. I mean, we, there's no way really watching this right now. Anyway, at least yet. So just in case, I'm just going to turn the Skype thing on. There it is. Boom. Sweet. So there we go. Um, but uh, beyond that, uh, a few things happened while we were gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get the first one out of the way, the Oscars. Yeah. Because we usually remember, John, and you were listening to live and edit, unedited feed. John mentioned this, and I, it's my fault. Uh we did not do the Oscars this year after much talk of doing it. Uh-huh. And that was my fault. It was one of those things where by the time Sunday came, I was so busy on my vacation doing other little odds and ends, I it just wasn't really a priority, yeah. I hate to say. And I apologize. Because usually, but to be fair, John admitted he would have cheated. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> he would have. And, and so, see, now, just for future reference, I just have to print him off. And just surprise, just surprise. Yeah, yeah, surprise it's like, me because here we, this whole episode, it's all about the Oscars. And you're like, oh, Jesus, I can't talk to Amanda. No, you can't talk to Amanda. <laughs> Amanda is usually right. 
We got, we she got follows it. up on that stuff and, and everything. What's that website uh, or blog? Film Experience or something? Film Experience? I've yeah. never even heard of it. Really? No, I've not heard of he, it. Like, from the beginning of the year, I wouldn't be surprised the guy is talking about next year's Oscars already. Wow. Like, you'll have his predictions and, like, he's usually I 90% look this guy right. Up. 90% I mean, right. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Now, see, like, if you would start, right, maybe a week or two before the Oscars, mm-hmm. Would do some research yourself. <laughs> that way, when I do spring it on you, you'd mm-hmm. be totally prepared. I might. But, I don't uh, know. You might. Yeah. But now, see, this begs the better, better question. But then that why would doesn't be... Amanda come on and then do it? There wouldn't be any fun because she'd get all the questions right. Well, that's true. That's true. I like to be right some of the time, and you would too, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the Oscars. Uh, did you watch any of it? Oh yeah, I watched all of it. Okay, what did you think of the hosts? I thought they were sort of lame. Yeah. Like, um, the opening was sort of funny. I, I thought the opening was all right. I liked it. Now, you know, standing there telling jokes, I thought that was Who really thought funny. was, now, I thought the best part of the opening was Neil Patrick Harris. The song was horrible. That was really good, yeah. But yeah, that song, he, the dude should just host everything. <laughs> because he hosted the Tonys, and then mm-hmm. he hosted, uh, I think, the Emmys. Yeah. And he was awesome at the Emmys. Yeah, I thought I was kind of waiting for Ricky Gervais to come out and do something. Ricky, Ger- <laughs> Ricky Gervais, yeah, because he did a. What did he do? The Golden Globes? Yeah. Did now we don't. I don't think we talked about that that much this year. The Golden Globes. I think yeah, we did an award know. thing, but we didn't really get into it. The his performance. He was half drunk. Yeah, he was. And at one point, he started going off about the invention of lying, which just like seriously, whoa, like he, yeah. It's just really, he's like, oh yeah, he's like, yeah, and she's hot, but she wasn't in my movie, The Invention of Lying, which is out on DVD this coming Tuesday. You're just like, okay, (laughs) wow. And of course he's like, I don't freaking care, I won't be back here next year. (laughs) It's like, screw you, he's like, oh man. But no, I, well, I did think it was funny if you watched the clip, I I just remember this because it stuck with me, when they, because... Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin, who watched Telecast, first premiered after Neil Patrick Harris sang. He's like, uh, that's two, that are two than one. And then as him and the dancers faded off, more dancers came in. Mm-hmm. And from the sky, like on a weird, like a swing, they came down. Now, they had belts on in case they couldn't fall. But Steve Martin looked like he was posing just right. Alec Baldwin looked like he was about ready to shit a brick of yeah. fear. Yeah. Like, he was just kind of like, holding on, like, looking around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when he got down, he... I was like, uh, I bet that boy was scared. Uh, so that that stuck with me. I thought that was funny, but I didn't think they were like. Besides the opening jokes, which were pretty much just, "Hey, let's make fun of Meryl Streep." Yeah. At that point, and like, I like the part. I'm sorry, the George Clooney joke was funny. Yeah, that was funny, and I don't know if George was in on it. Oh yeah. Well, you don't know with George Clooney. I mean, the no, the dude has a good sense of humor, but there are some times where he hates being the butt of a joke yeah. on public stuff or like uh-huh. you know whatever. So I don't, I didn't know. I'm sure he was. But I'm, I'm, I would think he had. To be. And I like how they got to the girl from Precious, and they totally just did not make the very obvious. I, cause I was like, oh come on, seriously, make the joke. And so they made, went after Monique. Once I was like, that was bizarre. Yeah. But uh, who? Uh, what was that? I did like the Snuggie joke. I thought that was funny. I don't know what it is. Tyler Perry, his movies don't interest me, but he, I find him to be a rather charming fellow. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like every time I hear him speak, I'm like, oh, that's Tyler Perry. He's speaking. Yeah. 
But then when his movies come on, I was like, that movie looks stupid. <laughs> yeah. But I don't care about Medea going to jail. Medea going to jail? Or I can do bad all by myself. <laughs> I can do bad. Mm-hmm. Do bad all by myself. Yeah, but uh, Hurt Locker. Who didn't see that coming? What's that? Hurt Locker. Yeah. Did, did you think Avatar was going to win? Not really. I didn't think so either. Like, especially after seeing the movie, I just... Well, that, what was it? Well, me and Jimmy sort of got into a polite war of words on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, which was uh, he felt that it was robbed uh, of least best director James Cameron was. And I was like, okay, yeah, working on effects for 12 years does not make you <laughs> recipient of best director. Yeah. That just means that you help. Now, you, it means you should get best of special effects because mm-hmm. you're in charge of it, but you're not really doing it. Right. There's a difference. You should get like a side Oscar for helping the effects guys push the limits. Yeah. You shouldn't get director. Right. Because best director would mean you did good on everything. Right. Especially considering the guy wrote the... the it, I'm, it's a turd. I'm sorry. I, I did not... Did we ever go into how much I disliked Avatar? A little bit. I did not like Avatar. Matter of fact, if you didn't get the hint in my last little statement, I did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> I just it was just the, I'd still like to see it just because of the no, no. effect. I will it. say if you have not seen it, it is a movie you should see in IMAX 3D. Yeah. I I don't know what it is. Um it just it does look cool. Mm-hmm. But looking cool does not a good movie make. That's my yeah. opinion. But, have you seen The Hurt Locker? N- to be honest, no. I'm not saying it shouldn't have won, but out yeah. of all the movies up there, I didn't think it should have won. Mm-hmm. But again, I've not seen it. If I've seen it, I might change my I mind. I have it at home, and man, man I hadn't seen it, hasn't seen it either. Could you? We could still want to watch it. Bring it in for me when you're when you're done. Oh yeah, I would definitely. Like to, yeah, because have you guys? Do you have guys have up in the air? Um, no, and I want to get that too. That to me, I mean, I'm a big champion for Up, but it won Best Handmade Film. Personally, I thought Up in the Air should have won. I thought it was a yeah. fantastic film. I I didn't really realize what it was what it's about, but I kind of like to see it now. Well, it's. It's almost like there will be blood in a certain sense. Like it's really about that uh, this one guy who mm-hmm. has separated himself from from society, yeah. where he is more at home in the sky, where he doesn't really know anybody, sure. than having a relationship with other human beings on Earth. Mm-hmm. And so it's sort of about him getting grounded again, not in the literal sense, like through planes, but like he. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. It's fantastic. Clooney, did, I don't. I don't think he should have got the. Award. By the way, we've all talked about this before. Glorious Bastards. He won. Oh yeah. Christopher Waltz. Yeah. Christoph. 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 Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. Dude deserved it. Oh yeah, definitely. So, and did you see? Oh, Stanley Tucci. Now there are reports. He said, "There's. He's like. Uh, he's like. It's moronic. He's like moronic. I was nominated, and then he's like, or he said, no chance." I don't know. No one knows exactly what he said because he mouthed it. But, but either way, he's like he knew he wasn't going to get it. It's just like <laughs> classic. What did you think at the end when they were had the people come up and speak to the to the? I always kind of like that. I sort of did. Sort of did. I kind of like it because it. You know, we know all of these actors and actresses for characters that they've played, right? You know, so you kind of get lost in like what they've what they're doing, and you know, mm-hmm. their their on screen performance. 
Right. And we don't really get to see too much into their lives. I mean, whatever the media can tell, stuff like that. But, right. These but when, who work with him. when people that who work with him and who are legitimately their friends, mm-hmm. you know, they know they have, they've, they've had certain relationships and, you know, they've done things together that no one will know about. Not bad things or whatever, just, no, yeah. you know. Had random well, conversations, the guy, or whatever. Uh, but anyway, the guy from the Hurt Locker, he did some wacky stuff apparently in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> well, but you know, so you, no, you, yeah. you get to kind of see that they, I guess, they're real people. You know. Okay. On that note, I agree with that. I think that's fantastic. Uh-huh. But there was one person that fell off to me. Okay. Well, there's two, but it wasn't. It was just he was doing jokes and they weren't working. It was uh the guy for uh, Helen Mirren. Uh, he's talking about the spider tattoo on, on, on her hand. Okay. I, Martin Sheen. I, yeah, Martin Sheen. I like him. Uh-huh. And usually he's very funny, but to me, it, he he wasn't getting a laugh, so it wasn't... Yeah. So you're yeah. just more like a... <laughs> like you're feeling bad for him. That, But that wasn't his fault. It was just he was trying something that wasn't yeah. working. Sure. The thing that bothered me the most was Colin Firth. I felt so bad for Colin Firth. Yeah. Because the dude's been in a lot of movies. Now, granted, a lot of them are romantic comedies. Yeah. But... Seriously, out of all the people he's worked with, he gets a... And she even said, I only work with him for a few days. Like, the dudes work with tons of people. Yeah. There's got to be someone who knows him well enough on multiple movies. Yeah. To come up and just say, I who, think who he's... Who was it that... Colin Firth. Uh, Julianne Moore came up because she did the series, uh, single okay. man with him. Yeah, because she was just like, I did not know from him, but I heard fantastic stories about what a serious actor he was. <laughs> and I mean, you're just like, okay. okay, what the hell? Like, everyone had a cute little anecdote or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Even yeah. Martin Sheen, for what for his bad jokes, it was a cute story. Sure, sure. And then you get to her, and, you're, and then you start going, well, that's a cute story, but I feel sort of bad for Colin Firth. Yeah. Just because, like, seriously, you get some girl that doesn't really know him, amidst to not really knowing him. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. The dude has done, like, what, three, four movies with Hugh Grant? And, well, it's like half the same cast. Because Bridget Jones' Diary, Bridget Jones' Diary 2, Love Actually. Love Actually, uh, he was in Nanny McPhee. He played the father in that. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson was in Love Actually. They're doing a sequel to freaking Nanny McPhee. Yeah. There's got to be someone else who's really good. I mean, nothing against Julian Moore. It just felt like, oh, hey, last minute we couldn't get anybody because no one likes him. Go up and say something nice. And she's like, okay, I don't yeah. know you well. Yeah. So I felt bad for him. Beyond that, I thought it was, like, I love Tim Robbins' story. Yeah, that was funny. hilarious. I was like, where are you going, Tim? You're going off into crazy Tim Robbins' territory. And then he brought it back home. I was like, <sighs> Yeah, the whole coffee story from Shawshank. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, he's like. He's like, at the end of shooting, he said, <laughs> you want to know what the real meaning of friendship is? <laughs> Watching me a good friend and go get me a cup of coffee, John. This <laughs> <laughs> is a completely wrong name. Well, no, no, he calls him. Uh, it's the wrong name, but he calls him Ted or, or Tom or Tom. Ted. He calls him Tom. He goes, it, "It's Tim, but uh, one letter off. <laughs> that's an improvement." He's like, "You're getting better." <laughs> and I was like, "That now, see, that's a funny story." I, I see. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Uh, now, oh, what do you think of Jeff Bridges winning? Wasn't that so like fucking dude, man? I know he is the dude. He is, like, well, he publicly says like he's like I get high a lot still sometimes, and you know, man, I just like yeah, man, man, like he's like hey, man, hey, yeah, man, man. He calls everybody man. man. I know he fun. does. I was like, oh god, the dude is the fucking dude. 
expected him to be drinking a white Russian wise up there. Oh my god! You know what? That would have been fan fantastic. <laughs> it's like, hey man, this Oscar ties the room together. <laughs> That's the sequel to The Big Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> Someone steals the dude's Oscar <laughs> and tied the room together, man. Uh. Oh, water. Um, this is what you get when you meet a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> Have you seen the video edit for the for TV? Mm-mm. For those who have not seen... Uh, you're like me. you got to fidget with stuff sometimes. Like, <laughs> if it wasn't for the drink, I'd be fidgeting with, like, with this. But, yeah. sorry. Uh, the Big Lebowski... Uh, for those who have not seen it, there's one part where some kid steals the dude's car mm. in a weird fucked. The movie doesn't. It's it's a bunch of unconsciousness stringed together, strung yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. So Walter and the dude go back to get his car, and when they confront the kid, the kid refuses to give him the car or, or something else. I forget what. It, oh, his tidy whities. He won't give him back his tidy whities, mm-hmm. and so he says, "There he goes. You know what? If you, you're gonna pay, fucker, you're gonna fucking pay." He's like. He takes a crowbar and goes, this is what you get when you fuck a stranger in the ass. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat it too often, but he says it a lot as he beats the crap out of, he thinks, his dad's car. Oh, well, the TV edit, because obviously you can't say this is what you get when you fuck a stranger in the ass. Like, mm. he says it about 40 times. Like, just screaming it. Just Every time he hits something, he says mm. it. And the dude's just sitting back like, Walter, man, you know what? Okay, Walter. Damn it, Walt. Fuck. <laughs> and then the dude's uh, Walter's going off, and then the TV edit is: This is what you get when you meet a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> <laughs> Does not make any sense. <laughs> Just totally random. <laughs> but it's really funny. That's I saw funny. I saw it on TBS one time. I was like, Oh my god. But uh, oh man, did you? Oh, we talked about this last week, last time. The uh, play. But the big the the two gentlemen of Lebowski. Oh yeah. There it they got taken. It was asked to be taken down online for legal reasons. Mm-hmm. But they are still doing the play in New York. Are they? Yeah. I just I want to see it. About <laughs> the knave, dude. The knave. Yeah. Thou shall call me the Navarino. That just that just kills me. Anyway, um, what else? Oh. I talked about to you about Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a, we have a comment about that. That's why I'm okay. bringing it up. I thought it was one of the most boring movies ever. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, I think you should just go see Hook instead. And uh, you know what? Because you know what? I'll read you something that I wrote, which is a summation, a summation of Hook, and I'm going to replace certain words with stuff to make it seem like Alice in Wonderland. So here we go. Okay. A classic English book has its lead hero, Peter Pan, I'm sorry, Alice, get thrust back into the weird and wacky world of never, I'm sorry, Wonderland. Peter, I'm sorry, Alice is told that he, sorry, she must prepare to fight her arch nemesis, Captain Jam, I'm sorry, the Jabberwocky. A bunch of wacky characters from the wacky world like Tinkerbell, Mermaids, Lost, I'm sorry, Mad Hatter, Cheshire Cat, and White Rabbit help him, or her, realize he, sorry, she is the Pan, I'm sorry, the one true hero that can slay Hook, sorry, the Jabberwocky, <laughs> and save Neverland, damn it, Wonderland. That is the, that's the fucking movie. Yeah. If, and you know what? It's so goddamn boring. I saw the movie twice, John. I saw the movie twice. Why? Okay. Now, for some reason, I've had two bad experiences in the last year. 
two years uh, at midnight showings. One of them was with you. Now it wasn't your fault. Right. We had the jackals behind us. That's the thing. I don't understand why they had to. They had to be Watchmen fans, but right. they're laughing at the opening credits. Nothing fucking funny is happening. Right. So there's a guy next to me, and uh, well, okay. A uh, good friend of mine. Uh, I wanted to see the movie. Mm. I thought, well, you know what? I'm not going to turn it down because I want to see the movie. Sure. And I can get a head start on it. And also, I can possibly be asleep the next day. I already had plans to see it with my mom and dad and my aunt the next day. And I was like, you know what? I'll go see it with my my friend, though. Midnight showing. Get a, sort of a heads jump. Heads up jump on it. The guy next to me, the entire fucking movie, kept moving his leg. And because it's a midnight showing, it's sold out. And I'm actually also my glasses were scratched to holy hell. So not only am I trying to focus on the fucking 3D in the movie, and we're all the way in the goddamn back, which that also just really fucking bothers me. I have fucking Thumper who has to take a piss to the right of me, mm-hmm. and the entire time his girlfriend's even like, "Honey, I think you should." And so I'm like trying to focus on this god awful boring fucking movie, and I'm sitting next to me, and then I'm literally at one point I literally just stop and just turn and stared at him. Like, dude, I'm fucking focusing on you. Mm-hmm. And then he would sort of stop his leg right. for about five minutes. Five minutes later, he's fucking back up again. That went for the whole goddamn movie. So the next morning, I went and saw it with my family. <laughs> and I really was glad I got to see it with my family. I had fun because it's a family I don't get to see, especially my aunt. It was really nice. But... I thought the movie would be better because I saw, I mean, I told you after Watchmen, I felt a little off. I didn't feel a lot of stuff gelled. And sure. second time I saw it in the theater with Dad, and he agreed, movie felt like it flowed a little bit better. So I'm thinking, you know what, this is probably what it is. Oh my God, most fucking boring movie ever. <laughs> so goddamn boring. You were waiting for somebody to start tapping their foot. I was! I was so much. I was like, Aunt Jean, will you please, please just tap? No? Oh my god. I need something to like in the movies. <laughs> keep me interested, yeah. Okay. The only interesting thing that made me like perk up even the second time was the mat the, the March hair. Uh, if you look at the article in the examiner, he's fucking crazy. Mm. And, like his whole thing, I'm using the trailer, he's like, You're late! Have some tea! You like and it's so yeah. funny. Because it's really out like there's sometimes there's a serious law in the conversation and he just throws something and you're just like what? And at one point, he's just like, you can't come here. The queen's coming. Spoon. And you're just like, what? <laughs> Funny. Uh, what was it? And also, the film led up to a lot of things in your imagination, and they destroyed it, which didn't make mm-hmm. any sense. Like, We interrupt this mildly annoying and semi-repetitive rant on Alice in Wonderland to remind you that this week marked the celebration of St. Patrick's Day. As such, enjoy some Celtic-sounding music although from the non-Irish but British band whose name was inspired by the amphetamine drug Dexedrine. Also, we'd like to remind you that the gig cast has made us triumphantly returned and can be found in all its glory at nightgig.com.
of screaming and ranting and raving about yeah, that. Oh, so what else we got here? Let me see. Um Oh, uh she's all she's all that. No, no, no. She's out of my league. Saw that movie fantastic. Mm-hmm. You should see it. See it? Oh yeah. Yes. Uh have you seen the trailer for it? Um it look it's okay. It, the trailer doesn't really do justice to the movie, but the movie's fantastic. I suggest you check it out. Um, I sort of wasted all my energy screaming at about Alice in Wonderland, and I sort of was, and I feel bad now for all the listeners who are still listening at this point. It's like seriously, like why, 
Did I do that? Um, but let me see. What else do we got? Uh, she's telling all that new line. Oh, I thought we got something about this. I, I thought it was. Maybe we didn't. I thought we got something about you being on Twitter. Or did we already read that off? It was from Marty, wasn't it? No. That wasn't about Twitter. I thought we got something from someone from Twitter. Wanted John. Now, I thought we did. I apologize. Hmm. All right. Well, I, I stand corrected. I thought we got something where it said you should. Someone said you should join Twitter, and I was like, yes, yes, John should. John should join Twitter. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought I saw something where it actually said hook Blu-ray or HD DVD. Yeah. Well, I thought it would make sense because wasn't it Fox produced the film? Hmm. But I, let me let me look on uh, eBay. Well, while you're doing that, we I I just remember this. I wanted I wanted you to talk about this. What what was your big 3D news story? Oh, the Masters Golf oh Tournament. My God, yeah, is going to be the first uh, sporting event to be broadcast in somewhat in 3D on certain Comcast uh, networks. Or yeah, cable provider. All right, now, John, what is your opinion of that? Like, I think it's awesome. Okay. But how? Like, what difference would the 3D make? Huh? What difference would the 3D honestly make? And it's, it's, It'd be just like if you watch golf on regular TV and HDTV. It's... Okay, well, what if you have an HDTV? What would the 3D do then? See, that's what I'm saying. Like, what? Well, I don't know. I, I don't know if you have to have a certain TV or whatever. I, I literally saw the... The article. Article, like, an hour ago. No, I know. Well, th- this is... Okay, this is what... Th- this is what bothers me about this. Okay. <laughs> the, apparently, Angry Nick's out again tonight. I don't know why, but... Well, I see. I mean, I'm ex- remember. I'm. I know you're a golf guy. Golf man all the time. Pretty much. No, I, I understand that, but like... So I'm excited about it. Well... Okay, in terms of it's good for the sport of golf, sure. But as an a, 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 with a meaningful purpose behind it, I uh-huh. find it to be a bit obtuse. Like in baseball, I could not understand the logistics of uh-huh. doing that as a 3D. Sure. Like ba- like basketball, I would say if it was on court, like actually mm-hmm. on the court camera, I would say yes, do that 3D. Because then at that point, like, you'll see someone coming right at you trying to, you know, run after the ball or something. Uh, I'm sure, ba- I guess baseball, you could sort of do that too. But you know what? In basketball, there's, like, people tripping over each other. Football would be, now, football would be a great game for 3D. Let me see if I can find the article again. Because, no, it was just something that just made me, it just it just tweaked me a bit just because the only thing that would be 3D, because they never really show a camera of the ball coming towards the camera usually, don't they? they it's usually from behind the, the the golfer, isn't it? Hmm? Sorry, I was reading. No, you're fine. Isn't Don't they usually show the camera of the ball going away from the golfer, like you're behind the golfer? Mm, no. Unless it's come, like going to hit the green or something. It might no. start out there, but then they follow the ball and... 
I never, I don't, I don't ever see them like follow the ball in the air unless it's about really? ready to hit oh, yeah. the green. Yeah. Like they, 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 they usually do a shot where it's like right about like say you're the golfer. There's some pretty cool shots. And they, they follow it and I then mean, right before it they'll, hits. They'll, they'll, they'll follow a guy teeing off. The guy will be teeing off and they'll be in the blimp. They'll have a camera up in the gl- up in the blimp, and they'll be zoomed down on the guy from like you know however many miles up in the air they are. Zoom down on him. They'll follow the ball after he hits it. Follows yeah, it in the air. Change my argument. Follows it in the air. Hate you. you. It's. I mean, it's cool. You get to see it. Like, you get to see it go up. You get to see the path of it, and it's pretty sweet. I might stand correct. Um. Let's see here. Utilizing this technology marks another important milestone in it milestone in allowing our at-home patrons to better experience the beauty of our course and excitement of our tournament. Now, think about the Masters. Of all the major golf tournaments, you know, there's four majors. The Masters is the first major of the year. And of all the major golf tournaments, the Masters is the hardest one to get tickets to. Right. You basically have to know someone who has tickets already. Yeah, to get in. There's a waiting list. To get tickets, but that was closed in like 1979 because the waiting list grew too long, too too large, and so there's like no way in hell that hardly that certain people are going to be able to go. Unless see you're it. a celebrity, yeah, or even that, it doesn't matter if you're a celebrity or not. There's people paying to, you know, people pay. Good money. Large amounts of money, I will say. Well, okay, well, my question is this, though. Do the TVs require this or the, the polarization? I, I don't know. Because I'm holding up a I don't know. which is like a red and blue typical... Right. I don't know. There might need to be... You might need to have a 3D-ready TV or something. And, I mean, they make them. Oh, no, they do. Yeah, but they do. I don't know. But... I'm I'm my if they do all that can't camera stuff I might change my opinion. But the ma- the Masters the Augusta National the course right is one of the most beautiful courses in the U.S. in the world really right and I could see you know it's it's so like neat looking and pretty and and you know just the the quintessential golfing experience in any golfer's life is they Masters. could have. Any choice to play anywhere, I bet if you asked any golfer, 99% of them would say, I'd love to play at Augusta National. Except for Tiger Woods. He would talk about banging chicks and doing the name. Probably. I'm sorry. Sorry, I had to take a joke. <laughs> Go but, for it. So, you know, I guess they want to make it as real as possible for... You see, you sort of swayed me over like it. Me. For, well, but granted, the, the camera shots and, and cool crap like that, I mean... They'll be head on to a guy, and the and the ball will be going straight at the camera. Like, it's pretty cool. They have all this technology that. Okay, I might stand corrected. I, I'm sorry, but they have technology golf. that you can. A computer can pinpoint where the ball is and trace it. Trace it. So, like as the, the ball is in the air, it. as the ball is in the air. Okay. A line will follow it, and you'll get to see exactly where the ball is going in the air. There's a computer, some program that somebody developed that wherever the ball is on the green, right, it'll show a dotted line where that person has to hit it, what break, whatever, how fast to get the ball to go in the hole. And if they don't hit it on that line, they miss. 
it, it's, to be fair, I like to qual- clarify, I do not dislike golf. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not a sport. I'm just saying out of all the things that could... Okay, it's like, would you rather see a, a movie in 3D by James Cameron or about Spider-Man or Avatar, or would you rather see a Woody Allen movie mm-hmm. in 3D? Right. That's initially what my perspective was. Like, there might be some cool camera shots, but I really don't understand... Sure. That, that I, was what my complaint was. Because when I think of golf... I would see. I always remember, and maybe I'm thinking of. I mean, I'm just as bored as you are to see, you know, see them through. Well, I'm happy for golf because, I mean, years from now, who knows? There might be a golf apocalypse or something. There's no more golf. Ask someone go. Remember the day of golf? Hmm. 3D first thing ever. You know, (laughs) it would hold a special place in the realm of because that's Mm -hmm. supposedly supposed to be the new big thing anyway. Mm -hmm. Is the 3D TV? Well, as per James Cameron, the big new thing is 3D TVs. I think they're a bit kitsch, but. Um, in terms of long run, but uh, I'm not saying it's bad because I like some of the 3D stuff. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. I'd rather see something that could use the 3D well. Right. Like, right. in all honesty, anything up close will work fine on 3D. Yeah, for anything. Right. Basketball, football, anything. Mm-hmm. But like, like when I think about it, it's like in golf, you would what? And grand, I did not know about the cool camera shots. Apparently, I was. Outside of that, I feel <laughs> I'm trying to catch up to that now. I, I'm sort of intrigued now. I want to see it too. Yeah. But yeah, it's a simple fact that you have a line of people, another line of people, and then a rope. And then you have the golfer. Yeah. And the caddy. And that would be 3D. And I'm just like, oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> Amazing. What a great first 3D. <laughs> but to be fair, if they do all the other cool camera stuff, then uh-huh. it would be worth it. Because you're like, I'm sure oh too. my God. Because they're like, a bird would fly by with the ball. Well, or I'm something. sure. And the ball would fuck, fucking freak me out. I'm sure, you know, being that it will be filmed in 3D, yeah. that they will do every shot in 3D. As possible. Yeah, every cool shot I that is possible it. to do it. You know, to make it as cool of an experience I, I, I don't for everybody. doubt that. But I just, that's the first thing I think about when... Go- mm-hmm. what's, okay, you know what's funny is I consider golf to be way more exciting than football. No, whoa, whoa, sorry. Way, way more exciting than baseball. <laughs> baseball, yeah. to me, is the world's most pointless game. Mm-hmm. Like, golf, I would consider that to be harder than baseball because not only do you got to hit the ball with this metal fucking thing, you gotta you got to hit it just right. you got to get over, like, the mm-hmm. wind and all this sort of stuff. Baseball, you just take some steroids, hit the ball, and have to run really fast. <laughs> like, And maybe, hopefully, uh, oh, and you're running. It's like that old George Carlin army. Ooh, it's a diamond. You would think that home. a ball that is stationary, not moving. Yeah, it's on a tee for mo- for a lot it's of like the round. It's like tee ball, two. but it's actually hard. Yeah, it's not. It's it, no, I'm saying it takes it a lot of talent to do, to do that. that. But it's not. Oh, God. it is not. I I hit all it worm burners. I hit worm burners all the time. Matter of fact, that was a running joke. My dad, my dad took me out to the to the to mm-hmm. the tee to to hit some balls with them, and uh, it's like my skills got hit in the balls because I had none. Yeah. And, I, and I finally got to the point where he was like, he, like you could tell he's getting frustrated because no matter what he was trying to teach me, it wasn't working. Yeah. And he was trying so hard, and he even tried to get an instructor to help me, and he was failing. Yeah. And he's like, it got to the point where I think he dismissed the instructor, and the instructor's like, listen, I won't charge you for it. I mean, that's how bad I was. Yeah. And, and finally, <laughs> and I kept saying, well, I'm burning worms, right? That, that can't be. That can't be that bad. He's like. <sighs> Let's hit a few rounds in the actual field. Maybe it'll change. Yeah. After about the third hole, it was horrible. Getting to the point where I was just picking up my ball and was like, forfeit, next hole. And I was like, 
I don't care anymore. Can I just drive the cart? And he's like, <laughs> yes. And I was like, golf rocks. <laughs> but no, like it takes amazing. I can't do it. I, I really can't do it. But I think mm. it's uh, fantastic. I mean, I, I think it's a lot more skill than baseball. I'm not kidding. Mm. Nathan Haley would kill me if I said that. But I mean, I really do believe that. There's you know, a lot Nate, more skill. I've taken Nate to the driving range a few times. Driving range, that's what they're called. And... <laughs> and, you know, going up to it, he was like, um, golf, yeah, blah, whatever. Maybe but baseball, yeah. then when he went, and he could make contact with it, but it would not go the right direction at all. You know? And, he, and, and he's like, he this is, I, I give you complete props. You know, I give you complete, you know, I would not make fun of golf anymore. This is a hard I, thing to do. I that's the thing. I want to be clear. I'm not really making. Oh, fun I'm of so golf. excited! My league's starting. Uh, is it really? Uh, a month from now. A month yeah. from now. Nice. April 18th or what, no Wednesday? Fuck. April 14th. I can't see. 10, yeah, it's 11, on a Wednesday. 18th. April. Yeah, but. It's not the 18th, 10, though. 9, 10, oh, okay. The 18th okay. is a Sunday. You're right, 18th is my anniversary. That's why. Right. Uh, Wait, what? 18th is our one year anniversary, brother. Yeah, I know. We've been married for 11 months. <laughs> I feel so out of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's funny is I have yours and Jimmy's. Yeah. Uh, wedding in, wedding invite, invites like right here. I'll, uh-huh. I'll see if I can try to. to okay, can I get this fucking off? Okay. Well, due to some uh, technical difficulties with the iMac becoming unplugged, and with difficulties of me being an idiot and saving in GarageBand, which which is what we used to edit the podcast, which then in fact erases. Uh, Something that me and John did record to put at the end of the podcast. Um, this is where the show ends. Uh, if you have an email, goodbaggeeky at gmail.com, voicemail 614-364-4088. Uh, use the contact us link on gbgpodcast.com. Or you can use, if you have Skype and you don't want to call and get charged, uh, Skype uh, screen name Nick Nitro DJ. Thanks for listening, everybody.